before we light our candles and the light fills the room in just a few minutes and before you go off to your places where there will be Christmas lights around trees and illumination all around outside, I want us to focus on the light that shatters the darkness and the true light of Christmas because you know everywhere we look around us tonight there is joy, uh, there's love. There's love uh, between people, so much that we realize that we are grateful for. There's, there's so much tangible that we can reach out and actually touch during this time of year. There is the love of God through Christ as God loved us so much that he sent his only son. And the son of God was born for us in Bethlehem. And, and so let there be joy in God's house. Let there be joy in your homes tonight as we prepare our hearts for Christmas tomorrow. But I would like for us to remember that when the first Christmas happened, it was not a situation of joy at all. You realize those people had been living in darkness. Those people had not heard a word from God for 400 years. Those people not only had not heard a word of God for 400 years, those people, the Jewish people, had lived under the domination and oppression of foreign governments. We go back to the Babylonians and then the Persians and then Alexander the Great conquered Israel and then the Syrians with Antiochus Epiphanes, that horrible dictator. And now Caesar of Rome. And there's great struggle and there's great personal struggle with injustice and oppression and poverty and all these things. And so when we open Luke chapter 2, we know because we know the Christmas story that light is about to happen, that joy is about to break forth, but, but this is a very dark time. And Christmas shatters the darkness. Shatters the darkness once and for all with the true light. And so I just read a portion of the Christmas story that we have already read about the shepherds who were out in their fields at night and an angel of the Lord appeared to them and lit up the night. The glory of the Lord shone round about them and they were terrified. But the angel said, do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy. That will be for all the people. For today in the city of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. And here's how you'll know who He is. This will be a sign to you that you will find the baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly, after they finished saying these things, a great company of the heavenly hosts of, 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 appeared with the angel, praising God loudly, saying, Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace to men on whom his favor rests. And when the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing which has happened, which the Lord has told us about. And so they hurried off and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. Yes, it was a dark time, a time of struggle. And, and God's light, God's glory suddenly just lit up the dark, and after all these years of waiting, it speaks to how quickly God can change everything. 
how quickly God in His grace can, can move in and make everything different. William Hendrickson wrote of the, the shocking suddenness of this announcement of what had happened in Bethlehem. It all happened, he says, with dramatic swiftness. One moment, except for the sounds of the night, all was quiet. And then all of a sudden, it happened. An angel of the Lord, strong, holy, brilliant, stood before them. The glory of the Lord, heavenly brightness, the manifestation of God's presence and power flashed all around them. And their response? They were terrified. King James sore afraid. And, uh, and I'm going to tell you something about this angel. This angel was not like the ones you see in pictures. And it wasn't some little fig, like a little figurine, little cherub angel. And it, and it was not one of these. Have you ever noticed in the pictures, and one of the scholars, as, as I read uh, in preparation for this, they said, it just drives me crazy that the angels are so effeminate. They, they, just, they just look so effeminate and, um, you know, they, they, they look almost like ladies, but they appear to be men. Not anybody that you would be terrified of if you saw one of them. That's not what was happening here. In fact, one of the, one of the scholars says, you know, you, you look at these pictures of the gruff, burly shepherds and the effeminate little angel, and if you didn't know the story, you might say, I know what's going on here. The shepherds are saying to the angel, hey, lady, don't be afraid. You can come down here. But that is not what is happening. This angel may very well have been the angel Gabriel, the, the angel that was sent to make announcement from God, formidable, bright, strong, glorious. But it wasn't just the angel that terrified them, was it? And angels terrify people all through Scripture. But it, it was the blinding, bright manifestation of the glory of God that suddenly appeared, that suddenly in the middle of the darkness flashed as God's glory lit up the night. You know, you can be in a, in a perfectly dark room, right? Asleep. And somebody turns on the lights and you're cranky because just, you know, just suddenly your things happen to your pupils and, and all this stuff. And you say, oh, it's just too bright. That's nothing compared to what happened in the fields that night. You could be on the 50-yard line of a football field in the dark and they could just turn on all the stadium lights all at once. And it could just be blinding and that's nothing compared to the light, the glory of God that, that lit up the dark after 400 years of waiting for God to move. Have you ever been in light that's so bright, so pure, that it almost appears blue? I have. That's nothing compared to how God lit up the night that first Christmas because the color of this light I know what color it was. It was the color of holiness. God is light, and in Him there is no darkness at all. It, there, it is pure, holy light from God Himself, so utterly pure, 
so utterly bright, so utterly otherworldly that they are terrified. But this brilliant holy light is not as they fear the white hot light of judgment for sinners. You see, that's what they're afraid of when the glory of God comes. No, I'll tell you what it was. It was the light of God's grace. The light of the joy of God's holiness and the grace of God coming to men. And, and we see that, that what this light is, is it, it is the light of the gospel. Because just as the glory of God was manifest, these words were uttered, Behold, I bring you gospel. Behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people, not just the Jews. For this day, in the city of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord, literally Messiah the Almighty. It was just as it was prophesied in Isaiah 9 too, and we began our service with these words. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. And on those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. And four verses later, we read these words about what that light is for unto us a child is born unto us a son is given and these this angel is telling these shepherds in the midst of the shekinah glory of god the promise is fulfilled today i mean can you imagine their hearts the answer is here right now the power of God is changing things this very minute. The darkness is over right now. And will never conquer the light again. And when he finished speaking these words of good news, of the glory of God in the midst of the light of God, that is when the glory of God really broke loose. For it was at that moment that suddenly there were myriads upon myriads. I'm talking about thousands, hundreds of thousands. We know, who knows what myriads are? I don't know. Of angels and ranks of angels after angels. And they were all suddenly shouting, Glory to God in the highest. Peace on earth, goodwill to men. Now I'm going to do a little experiment here. We're almost finished, okay? Well, you want to get a sense about what this shouting sounds like? You're like, this is Presbyterian Church. This isn't about to happen. I know this isn't about to happen. It is. Okay, here's what you're going to say. And you're going to say it loud. Glory to God in the highest. We'll, we'll, peace on earth, goodwill to men. Can you, can you remember all that? Okay, here we go. Ready? Glory to God in the highest. Peace on earth, goodwill to men. That's nothing compared to what? When the light broke out and the glory broke out and when the angel voices came, you see what you just did was beautiful, wonderful. Merry Christmas to you, by the way. Also, but that's nothing compared to what happened when God lit up the night and, and the longing was over and the darkness was, was over and, and how beautiful and wonderful. You see, Christmas means that you don't have to wait in the dark. You don't have to wait in the dark. It means that, that there is an answer, you see. It doesn't matter what the question is. There is an answer 
And your solution is a person who loves you. The Messiah, God Almighty, who not only loves us when we put our faith in Him, but gives us all we need in His own time. And so you know what I say to you tonight? Get excited. Get, get ex- be joyful. Isaiah 9-2, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. You see, Christmas is when glory lit up the night and defeated the darkness forever. Your darkness. Our darkness. The darkness. And He is executing a kingdom of light even as we speak. And there will be one day when we will look around us and there will be no more tears or darkness or pain. I want us to go back to Luke chapter 2 one final time and think about this light. Hopefully you're, you're sitting there saying, Wow, God, this is so important. Thank you for your son. I'm going to go back to to them going to the manger and, and see what they saw. In verse 15, it says, When the angels had left them and gone back into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing which the Lord has told us about. And they hurried off and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. And we're going to sing now a song that we sing every year called Silent Night, Holy Night. And as we sing this verse I want to quote to you, as we we come up and we look, as it were, at the, the child who has come and celebrate this child who is the light of the world, let's sing this verse this year particularly with meaning. Silent night, holy night, Son of God loves pure light. Radiant beams from thy holy face with the dawn of redeeming grace. Jesus, Lord at thy birth. Jesus, Lord at thy birth. Merry Christmas to you. Let's pray. Lord, we pray that you would help the sense of the light to dawn in our hearts. I pray for those who struggle, who feel like they are waiting in the dark, those who are groping for answers. Lord, let them know that the answer is you. And let them know that you have come. And help us to know that by faith we apprehend you and you'll never let us go. And you'll never let us down. And you'll give everything necessary because you're the Savior Almighty. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.